0: Hello, my name is Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. For more information about this and other projects, please visit www.thoughtjarproductions.com. That's www.thoughtjarproductions.com. We can also be found at Thoughtjar Productions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to this program on iTunes and on Spotify and please tell your friends about this show. And now for this week's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cinema Catch-up Club. My name is Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this episode. This week we're reviewing Singing in the rain. That's right, it's widely considered to be the greatest movie musical ever made, and it's what we're talking about today, as this week it turns 65 years old. Joining me to review this film is someone who has seen it, and someone who has not. Our person who has seen the film making her second appearance of the series. It's Kate Willoughby. Kate, welcome back.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me again.
0: That's okay. And uh, you've seen Singing in the Rain?
1: I have at least four times. I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, okay. And it's one of, it's you basically demanded to be on this episode.
1: <laughs> I politely <laughs> Said that if you didn't, I would shank you. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I well, like this
0: even though we have two people who are doing their PhDs in musical theatre, <laughs> I think I've made the right choice <laughs> in having you on.
1: I know you do have two people. <laughs> And you thought, you know what, let's just have Kate. Yeah. She really likes it.
0: Well, that's what it's all about, though. <laughs> uh, and joining us as our person who hasn't seen the film and making his debut, it's Mr. Dean Lovett. Dean, welcome to the podcast. Hello,
2: thank you for having me.
0: And uh, just for the folks at home, Dean, uh, just let them know a little bit about yourself.
2: Uh, my name's Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it.
0: Do you... do, you, do A man you, of mystery. Yeah, do you act or say... Uh, maybe. Do you run any uh, successful shows in local fringes, perhaps? Maybe. Maybe something called Bergen Shakespeare. Maybe you, are you maybe Mr. Bergen Shakespeare? Maybe. Well, there you go. There we go. And uh, you've not seen *Singing in the Rain*.
2: I have not, and I'm, I'm a little worried because I'm, I'm pretty cynical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kate, you should be ready for me to badmouth this thing that you love. No, that's at all right. Some point.
1: I mean, I know you have no taste, so yeah. I don't think you'll
2: enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> so well, we'll see. We'll see if the movie's any
0: good. So, Dean. Yes. What have you heard about Singing in the Rain?
2: Uh, nothing. I was looking at the title to the DVD not that long ago, and I can assert that there's singing. Not singing, but singing. Mm-hmm. Singing. Uh, that's and it's important. it's in the rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they appear to be well-equipped for the wet weather. Mm-hmm. Umbrellas. Yep. Yep. Raincoats. Other uh, than that, I'm assuming it's about Stalinist Russia, <laughs> uh, or an allegory for Stalinist Russia at some point.
0: Well.
1: I mean, we don't even need to watch it. He's yeah. just giving it away all there.
0: Rats. And uh, Kate, obviously revisiting this film, it, would you say it's your favourite musical?
1: Um, My favourite musical on in cinema, just because, okay. uh, yeah, what I really enjoy about it is it's actually, uh, it makes fun of Hollywood musicals, mm-hmm. not necessarily Broadway musicals itself. So, yeah. I really like it, yeah.
0: Mm. And for me, it's an interesting one because I haven't seen Singing in the Rain, the film, but I've seen the stage show. I haven't seen the
1: stage show. I wanted to see it when it came to Perth. Mm. I didn't have the funds. I'm really jelly.
0: Mm. (laughs) Yes, well, uh, jelly or not, uh, should we dive into it?
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at home, uh, prepare your umbrellas and uh, prepare to be happy again as we review Singing in the Rain. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Uh, we've just finished watching Singing in the Rain, and I'm joined again by Kate Willoughby.
1: Hello. And
0: Mr. Dean Lovett. G'day. So, guys, um, what do we think? Uh, we've just finished watching it. Uh, Kate, your your reactions as a fan?
1: Um, I haven't watched it in about a year or so, and it was actually really good watching it with two people that hadn't seen the movie before um, because... They were laughing at things that I'd sort of gotten used to. So that was actually really nice. Yeah, it was really good.
0: Cool. And Dean, uh, your first time uh, watching the film?
2: Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, the evil side of me wanted to dislike it. Uh, but it was really good. I really <laughs> enjoyed it. Uh, normally with, you know, slightly older films like this, I'm um, kind of like, oh, they don't really hold up or doesn't really, you know, um, work in the same way as it did back then. But very funny. Very funny.
0: Mm, yeah, so... Uh, yeah i and for me first time watching it uh, but obviously it was um, having seen the the stage show that was here in perth um in the last 12 months um it, it, the thing that really stood out was the fact that the stage show did a really good job of capturing yeah. uh, this film obviously it was uh, it it was it was based on the film it wasn't the film it was based on a stage show so um but yeah it was it was a really fun film that was that was the thing that really came across yeah. was that it's it's just fun
1: it's so much fun and um, the, the basic plot of, you know, um, talkies are coming into Hollywood and these two Hollywood leading stars that don't like each other but publicity makes them uh, and, uh, you know, falling in love and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's so funny but it's also um, such a funny critique of Hollywood mm. and the industry of that time. Yeah. Um, yeah I'd be curious
2: it- to see how it was received... Uh, back in the day,
0: well, I mean, it was very popular. I mean, mm. it's it was its budget was two and a half million dollars, and it grossed uh, twelve million. Right. So it was it was when sm- exactly was it released? Nineteen fifty-two. Okay. So it was yeah. a, it was a smash so hit. It was one of the top-grossing films of that year, and uh, obviously, uh, Gene Kelly. Uh, yeah, Gene lead. Kelly. Some big names, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and he, I mean, he's. Uh, he's very good at dancing. I think that's the main he is, thing. He's
1: so good at dancing. Um, yeah. yeah, really good at singing. But also um, his face, which is um, when you watch the movie um, The Artist, you know, that black and white Hollywood film that everyone loved it, won an Oscar a couple of years ago? Sure. Yeah. Um. Well, the it was a French actor and it was the same storyline of talk. He's coming back in and to a young, pretty much the story of Singing in the Rain, but... Uh, not a comedy Mm. and um, the actor he looked so familiar I was like why does he look so familiar and it's because he looked very Gene Mm. Kelly-esque so this that sort of image of this classic Hollywood actor that can sing and dance and is also you know very charming and and very very heterosexual like um, is is (laughs) was he very heterosexual yeah he was he was Mm. uh, well no he he was he was very famously um, yeah very famously with the ladies. He was one of the few. I, he was I'm, one of the I'm few. I'm
2: sure he was, but yeah. in that film, I okay, couldn't yeah, can help but just, notice his, go... his man friend that never yeah, was we, not by his side. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. Can we just go there? In the storyline, I just sort of feel like it. they wouldn't have done it in the 50s. But if anyone, heaven forbid, which they never should, um, if they were to do a comedy remake mm. of this movie... That would be enhanced so oh, much more. I, like, we're
0: talking about uh, the character of uh, Cosmo Brown, played yes. by uh, Donald O'Connor, um, who uh, doesn't have any romantic interests in the film no. and oh. uh, is the comedy sidekick character who at one point we noticed was wearing a, a rainbow tie and uh, handkerchief.
1: Before, before that was even a, a reference. He, and he's,
2: is... he's perfectly happy to uh, relegate and be you know, a less, lesser person in terms of his career. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as he's with uh, our main character. Because they're best friends and
1: yeah. and he's very talented and, and very like funny. It's almost like he doesn't mind
2: being on the bottom. No, oh.
0: certainly. Working his way up from that.
1: Well, Working his way up from that.
0: Um, but yes, uh, no, it was interesting. And the dynamic between our lead three... Um, well, of- I like
1: the fact that it was a th- like a three-person show yeah i thought that was actually really i mean obviously Mm.
0: gene kelly as don lockwood um is is the the star but he's also that also makes sense Mm. in the context of the story of him being the star you know he's like the george clooney of um of the day
2: Mm. yeah i was i at first i was expecting him to be kind of i mean not knowing too much going into this and not even knowing too much about gene kelly Mm -hmm. uh I was expecting him to be the smarmy, you know, douchey. Oh, to be the, the villain. Yeah, I thought that the uh, his friend uh, was going to be... Cosmo. Cosmo. I thought Cosmo was going to be our kind of, um, you know, our main protagonist, just the way they're introduced. Just that early segment when they're like, oh, tell us. You know, that early exposition dump when uh, they're walking yeah, up yeah. and he's got that... His teeth are so white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh,
1: let me tell you about dignity. Everything about, yeah.
2: you know, like, and you're just kind of watching it, like, oh, But
1: so. I think that's also the point is that the front that they put on as performers mm. to Hollywood and. Um, and the contracts, I mean, it's still heavy now, but, I mean, back in the the, 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 the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, yeah. when you signed to a, a studio, yeah. they owned you. Yeah. Like
2: yeah. It still kind of happens these Yeah, but, but to but the extent back then, that it
1: was, it was yeah. uh, back then it was really terrible. Yeah. Um, and, you
2: belonged to a studio mm-hmm. and they were basically, they did whatever they wanted. Yeah, And,
0: that, and that's sort of uh, the reason that the plot for this one is the way that it is. That's the reason why... Uh, Lockwood and Lamont, uh, that that Hollywood power couple of mm. 1927 mm. in the pre-Jazz single world, um, fictional uh, characters though they are, and um, very much portraying you know kind of like our modern day equivalents of uh, yeah. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie or yeah. you know those kind of famous relationships, they would, uh, you know, yeah, as, as tentpole um, actors, yeah. But it also um, it was a really interesting plot to play around with, where it's like you're locked in, and yes, they're great stars and they bring. All this glamour and success but um lena lamont is not a nice person to work no. with mm. and she didn't sue a rapidly changing film industry when sound was brought in yeah and it's it's such an interesting time period to explore particularly in with this being released in 1952 it was 25 years after the film was set mm. so you know they've they've had their uh, talkies as, as they were called for 25 years at this point and it had obviously become the the, the mainstay in mm. cinema. Um, and it was really interesting seeing it examined by people that would have experienced it, at least mm. in um, yeah, most of, of the actors in the people, film. A
1: lot of the older people would, have, would yeah. have been around, you know. And like
0: Gene Kelly and uh, Donald O'Connor, they had dance backgrounds that were heavily based in Vaudeville, which mm. was obviously an industry that was around at the time, which was heavily affected by the introduction yeah. of um, sound into into cinema. Yeah, um, Yeah, so it was interesting to see that examination. Like, I think it was perhaps a more true rendition of the industry than yeah. you'd maybe get if you tried to make a film that did a similar thing now looking at 1927
1: yeah because i think they were all a lot of them were young or um or the writers and everyone would have been around at that time most of them um excluding uh debbie reynolds who yes. was about 19 she was, 19, she was yes. 19 when the film was made and he um and gene kelly would have been in his 30s mm.
0: yeah
1: so um uh, <laughs> i just
2: made it a little creepy
1: yeah no um
0: as creepy as the uh, song about the, the, the girls. Oh, God. Yeah. There the, was all...
1: some creepy and racist stuff
0: all... in there. The, the fact that she's 16. Yeah, all mm-hmm.
2: the best things about a girl. And then the last thing they mention is, and she's 16. Oh, so. like the right, over, side si- right side of
0: 16.
1: Right side of 16. Yes. And also the casual, I my favourite part, and I was skipping, but um, when they're going past on the soundstage, even yeah. though it's not, call it a soundstage yet Mm. um because everything was silent they could have multiple films just mass producing silent films Mm. and you'd be going past all these sets of different things but it was Mm. just it was really odd just walking past and just seeing a really racist native scene oh yeah and that joke of the guy the joke of the guy um dressed up in blackface um Mm. just sitting on a chair like reading a newspaper and be like, yeah. "Hi, Donald. Hey!" Like yeah. it was funny, but also um, it was showing its time yeah. as yeah. well of the twenties, and it was really interesting. Yeah,
0: um, and indeed, like if if you were doing a film that was looking at the twenties nowadays, you probably wouldn't put in a minstrel you, act.
1: You wouldn't put in that. You wouldn't put um, that unless
0: in. unless there was like a very specific story reason for doing it. I don't mm. think you would just have people in the background you as be like, as minstrels. Haha, look at this. Yeah. Look at how yeah. racist
2: people were. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like but
1: it was interesting cuz they did they did all the stereotypes in the background. Mm. So they did the sports movie, the train action, mm. you yeah. know, the native sort of African films So they yeah. sort of were doing like the the reference, the jokes what the joke was that there were all these films just happening on the set and they were just walking underneath the cameras as the director shouting, all right, you're in shock. Look at the camera. Mm. All right, and punch him, punch him, punch him, you know, because it was all silence. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Mm. Um, and then, of course, uh, we also had, uh, as you said just before, the introduction of the uh, the lovely Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. Um, who, uh, this was her breakout film. Yeah, this uh, was the film that made her, yeah. Age definitely. of 19, not really a trained dancer, having yeah. to perform opposite Gene Kelly. Who, um,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And he was the co-director of this as well, so mm. he was in charge of the choreography and um and yeah, he was said to have been just really, really tough because he wanted perfection mm. and he was a perfectionist and I think um when Debbie Reynolds in a lot of interviews spoke about her time because everyone wants to know about singing in the rain, you know, she was like, yeah, she didn't she I don't think she spoke very positively of him as a person mm. but respected him as a As an artist. Yeah, well, uh, through
0: the IMDb Trivia Troll... Oh, I love that. uh, There is a little bit on this. Um, Jean Kelly insulted Debbie Reynolds for not being able to dance Mm. frequently. uh, And Fred Astaire, who was hanging around the studio, uh, once found her crying under a piano. Yeah. um, And helped her learn to dance better so you know nice guy fred astaire fred Gene astaire was Kelly, a nice guy not so yeah. much apparently um but debbie reynolds also said in an interview that uh, the two hardest things she ever had to do was surviving childbirth and this film yeah so, <laughs> yeah she, well yeah.
2: trial by fire i guess um, yeah, yeah and, and admittedly childbirth
0: brought as uh, carrie fisher so, <laughs> so you know yeah you know, she she certainly uh, produced a lot of excellent things. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of excellent things. Uh, maybe
2: yeah. I don't know. Maybe this was like a progenitor to the Star Wars films in some way. Yeah, <laughs> certainly.
0: I mean, she'd have made an excellent Padmo. You know I mean? um, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but wonderful. what's
1: what's really good is the fact that I think, um, yeah, he was a very tough guy um and also when you she later found out that she'd worked so hard rehearsing 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 which fun fact going back to the artist mm. the famous uh in the movie where they're doing their rehearsing dance sequence mm. um in the film is actually the same dance studio that they rehearsed for singing in the rain oh really yeah okay. um and that's why they made a lot of references to that sort of era okay. with that yeah um but she said that they rehearsed so long and so long and Gene Kelly really just Pushing her down, treating mm. her like crap, then watches the movie only to find out that he had um, re-recorded um, her tap dance routine. So it was her feet moving in the movie, yeah. but the, the sound, no- the sound yeah. was Gene Kelly. And mm. I, I think, um, I guess, to everyone else, you don't notice, but for her, I think it was like she of... had worked so hard. It's mm. kind of uh,
2: meta, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, in the in the show, they yeah record like over someone, and then in the actual yeah, yeah well, the in, the, in thing. the movie in the movie well, mm. that
1: actually goes back to debbie reynolds because debbie reynolds can sing mm. but in this movie it's I don't not know if it, her it's not always it's not always her sometimes no. it, um i think good morning was her um but then i think the love song in the movie mm. um was a different actress so they didn't yeah. always use her and that's so ironic that the whole purpose of this story is that this the main actress Look, can't sing so they re-record mm. her voice and then the <sighs> actress that's playing that character her voice is being um, is, is is being dubbed, and the woman that is the actress that can't sing can actually professionally sing.
2: Well, about her uh, dancing, I wouldn't have noticed. I mean, you, you told me about how they uh, they had to. She had such a hard time, and they re-recorded. I didn't know. I wouldn't have noticed it if you hadn't no. mentioned it. No, neither did I, Yeah. About dubbing people, especially when it comes to singing, I would say that. Maybe modern cinema could do with a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: just to go on to your point, um, the "Would You" number, uh, where uh, Kathy Selden, played uh, by Debbie Reynolds, uh, is dubbing the voice of Lena Lamont. Yeah. Um, it, it the the singing that um, Debbie supposedly did. Uh, was actually the voice of the singer Betty Knowles, who had a much richer singing voice yeah. than uh, Debbie Reynolds. Now, Debbie does have... Um, some of her singing is still in the film um, yeah. and is still recorded and on record. Um, but, yeah, for that particular one, it was Betty uh, Betty Noyes. Um yeah. And interestingly, Gene Hagen, who played Lena Lamont, actually could sing. Yeah, she could sing. She could sing. And um, the
1: voice that she put on in that movie was brilliant. She yeah. Just reminded me of Karen Walker. Like was that her
2: ones. in the dream sequence? No. No, um out
0: that out. that was not her. We we had to double check that mm. <laughs> uh, just to be extra certain. But that was actually um Sid Charisse. She was good. That's yeah. great. Yeah can that we just can we that? Dance go, number with the can massive we go scarf. <laughs>
1: to yeah. that dance number I can I just say I love it's they're beautiful dance numbers. Mm. I remember watching the movie for the first time being so confused. Then rewatching again and understanding um Don going Gene Kelly Going, all right, I have an idea for the opening number. Mm. Then you see this whole dance then, It feels like it goes for like 20 minutes. You wonder
2: if maybe you switch TV stations. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're mm-hmm. like, what am I watching? Am I on drugs? I think mm. that was a. And then right at the end, after he goes, so that's the plan. What do you think? And then the producer's like, I can't really visualize it. Uh, maybe we'd have to see it on film. All right. And then scene no. <laughs>
2: should have They should have done it the other way around. They should have been like, can't really visualize it. Maybe. I don't uh, think anyone would be able to visualize I, that and see it on film and then cut
0: to 30 did, minutes of dancing. Yeah, but I did like the punchline of it yeah. basically being like you have this extremely long sequence and then it's like yeah, I can't really see it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and to, to just could just mean like, nah, cut it. Yeah, and he was really good as well, uh, Millard Mitchell. Was who, he? Yeah. He no, was no, no, no. The, 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 uh, the actor, the the actor who's playing RF Simpson. RF Simpson was the the character.
2: There were some scenes where it felt like this is we're talking about the the producer that
1: was like, all right, you're hired. Yeah,
2: there were some scenes where it felt like the director was like, okay, you have two seconds to deliver all of your lines. You would come and be like, okay, hello everyone. No, and then walk out and that's the But that thing. was
1: the character He was playing Like mm. um, he had the old What
2: run on sentence man I mean No <laughs> like
1: when you watch All the 1920, 1930
0: films There's always Hello But I to Speak with yeah, the So, so people, you
2: got to see A people, guy people about a lemon And, and so Punctuation back yeah,
0: in the day. No. You could understand what he was saying. I understand
1: uh, every single word he was saying. Mm.
0: He's a very busy businessman. He's got to get through everything very D- quickly. Mm. See?
2: No, it came across to me. Don't yeah. get me wrong, he didn't always do it. Mm. Like, he, he definitely at the start, I was like, what is this guy doing? It came across to me as someone who was like, what are my lines? I'm trying to remember my lines. Oh, mm. gosh. And I thought it was
1: a great character.
2: Speak, look, it was actually quite funny in Because the it
1: was so good because having, of the way he having it. Don so. going, like, you should hire. I mean, you can't tell her. You're the producer. You're right. I am the producer. She's hired. Yeah. Like, uh, and that's and so,
2: it, so that actually funny. worked with his timing. So yeah. maybe it was intentional because that kind of quick talking thing ultimately did really help his comedic timing. So. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Which there was a lot of good comedic timing, and I think that's why yeah. it, it works so well is because it's a movie that's based in the twenties. Mm. So even though it was a movie in the fifties. It's a film that's like back in time. Yeah, and I for think a 50s audience,
0: they'd be looking at this and there'd be people who remembered when uh-huh. uh, Talkies first came in and are going, Oh, remember that, darling? Yeah. Um, before the war? Hi. Oh, <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, speaking of laughter, the Make em Laugh number. Mm. Yeah. Donald O'Connor. Dean, what did you think of it?
2: Uh. A ton of prop balls. Mm-hmm. Uh I I would be curious to see how funny that was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say from a technical standpoint, it's very impressive. Yeah, uh, and the dance was very impressive, mm-hmm. um, but it came across almost like, like if you watch like. Jim Carrey Do his super Over the top Physicality Mm. In a comedy But then you watch it uh, Later on You're just like Okay He's just doing a bunch of He's just falling over a bunch As a dance Great Uh, As something designed To specifically be Look at me As a physical uh, comedian Mm. Didn't work for me that much But as a dance Really good
0: Yeah and uh, for that number Gene Kelly had actually Asked Donald O'Connor To revive the trick He did as a younger dancer Which was the running up the wall And doing the somersault Which he does uh, Twice successfully And then once Where he just jumps Through the wall Uh, That was funny Super Um, But that number was so physically taxing on O'Connor who would used to smoke uh, a lot of cigarettes uh, four, what four, four packs a day <laughs> Did they all four did packs they all a day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. um he
2: those guys were fit
0: Yeah depending on the source he either went to bed slash was hospitalized for a week uh, because he was exhausted and also had very painful carpet burns um but also Funny. unfortunately um an accident ruined all of the initial footage, so after the rest, oh. he had to do it again.
2: Oh. <laughs> so, oh. And
0: this film didn't have too much luck. I mean, the original negative of the film was destroyed in a fire as well, so, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's amazing we've got it to review, to be honest, that it's yeah. got this far. But, um, yeah, Donald O'Connor was great. It, it's a film of lots of excellent performances um, yeah. and some really great side characters. All those, like, Hollywood archetypes that you see at the beginning of the film, like mm. the, the actress is onto a third or fourth old elderly husband Zelda Uh, yeah Yeah. Zelda and then the gothic the gothic yeah um, the gothic spider lady yeah Uh, it's vulgar it's vulgar
1: (laughs) you can can tell
2: she was she would have been part of the avant-garde yeah but that was the thing
1: she was part of the old um horror sort of film Mm -hmm. um era um but that's what what I loved about the fact was that you were like is that the only line she has in the film and I was giggling because it is is. she goes that's vulgar and then you never
2: see her again it was brilliant she'll be forever known as vulgar just like Zelda yeah. can we talk about Zelda?
0: Yeah, it's Zelda <laughs> who uh, rats out on. Um... But they named
2: her like the fact <laughs> that like they didn't need they could have explained it in so many different ways, but it just it just walked out. on and goes. Zelda told me everything, and Zelda's like, I sure did, and, and then,
1: then and then Don goes, "Thanks, Zelda, you're one hell of a friend." <laughs> you're and you're like,
2: like... Zelda, where'd she come from? She just
0: she's showed got up. a cool name, you know. And like, she's... let's get the but side the her
2: is, side story. But, you know but the thing I mean?
1: is, is that maybe she was in, and we just didn't notice her. Like, maybe she was in the background. Doing makeup, maybe she was just always there but had no Clearly.
0: lines. She was just there to try force the plot. Yeah, yeah. She was the uh, the linking part that of that story. Said,
1: that being said, I would have loved it if throughout the movie when like she was finishing her makeup or something, and it just every so often, thanks Zelda, yeah, <laughs> and nothing.
2: Yeah, and then, they uh, and
1: you, and but, you don't see her on camera, uh, but then and stuff then right like that. The she steps forward. Stuff like,
2: like that always annoys me. she's like, come on, like you could have easily just gone back and had like a bunch of random moments in which Zelda got a little bit annoyed by something you know what i mean Mm. like there's there's so many opportunities where you could have taken considering they took what like Fifteen minutes for one dance number at one point? Like how hard that would it have been exist to be like in the real world? How hard would it have been to like Zelda be quiet at some point and watch her go, I'm annoyed, you know, like I don't know, something.
1: I feel like they didn't maybe you never know. A lot of the original footage was destroyed.
2: Mm.
0: So oh, the original cut of the film survived. So yeah. it's it's more a case of maybe they just cut those bits out.
1: Yeah, they might have she might be on the yeah. editing. And before. admittedly
0: in the musical version she has got a slightly bigger role, so it's mm. not as much of a Oh, there's someone called Zelda Who's in this. Zelda? Yeah. Um so it's a film called Singing in the Rain. Yeah. We have to get to the point where they actually sing in the rain. Yep. Um yep. first time watching that in terms of within the context of the film dean H- uh, how's it read? Sorry? How does it read like seeing that uh, that famous sequence? It's
2: great. It's almost like it's being built up too much like there were other dance numbers honestly my favorite dance number in the film was the one right at the start when they're doing the flashback and it's them like pretending to pay the fiddlers Mm. because it was a really nicely choreographed dance and it was funny and it was different and i'd never seen that before and i I remember watching that going oh wow that's technically and theatrically very impressive yeah um whereas singing in the rain although i thought you know it was great i've seen it before in pop culture and Mm. the like um I don't know, it didn't blow me away. I appreciated it for what it was. Yeah. I also liked the policeman that came up at the end because apparently splashing is against the law. Yeah. Uh, that's apparently, I don't know, like what was going to
0: happen there if he was yeah. just like, screw I think it was just like or-
1: a move along, move along type yeah.
0: thing. And admittedly, he might have just thought he was a drunk, you know, that that's kind true. of thing. Right. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, Kate, obviously you've, you've seen this film lots of times. Seeing yeah. the Singing in the Rain sequence, what... It, what what stands out for that sequence for you i mean aside from it being you know the the titular song yeah um w- what do you think is the the really great thing about it? i that? think what
1: a lot of people really enjoy about it i mean one it's just danced beautifully i think that's but mm. also just the playfulness of it i think when you are so happy that and so because he's so happy and he's so in love yeah. that rain is is nothing to him he's so he's so happy that he wants to just dance about and I think uh, that playfulness of a of a grown adult just being in love, just jumping in puddles. I also and I, yeah.
2: His uh something I did think was quite nice was his upper body, the physicality there was like this kind of hunched over, like giddy yeah. giddy kind yeah, of he was, kid and I, you could feel it and I was like, Yeah, it's a nice touch. That's the thing, like,
1: you could feel the the energy off him mm. that he was happy and he mm. was in love mm. and he, he just wanted to burst out singing because he in the uh, rain, in the rain yeah. by himself and I think a lot of people sort of feel like that And I think because that song exists now I like uh, some of my happiest moments when I'd go for walks and stuff and be close to raining I'd just be in a really good mood and that yeah. song would yeah. come on yeah. and I think it's one of those songs that when you're by yourself I think every person that has because seen the movie of- wants to perform it because it, it lets out Mm. a sort of
2: childlike might be the cause of many a a cold perhaps yeah potentially (laughs)
0: Uh, the thing I really like about it though and I think it's something that comes across in that joy that you're saying that Mm. uh, Gene Kelly shows Mm. is that a lot of that dance is ad-libbed um, they, yeah. knew, they knew how Did it was going he gonna... choreograph it? He, he choreographed it they'd, they'd only done like a rudimentary blocking Like um, we're
1: gonna go here And you're gonna yeah. go on the pole They knew how the it was <laughs> They knew how it here. was gonna
0: start And mm. they knew how it was gonna end With the policeman And the handing over of the umbrella Okay Yeah Um. But that middle sequence Nothing They didn't know mm. Yeah
1: He said I can do that it in... He said I can do it in one take And I think that's Again First of all Showed the talent that Gene Kelly had I mean
0: mm. Oh yeah
1: he, you know, he was a a performer. Mm-hmm. He was he was the triple threat, and they make a joke about that in the movie. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> she can't sing, she can't <laughs> act, she can't dance. Yeah,
1: she's a triple threat. Yeah, um, but
0: yeah, yeah. He, he's just super to watch. Yeah, um, absolutely super. Um, the song itself, "Singing in the Rain," uh, that was the seventh time it was used on the big screen. It's yeah, not right. actually. Well, from this s- film. What? Yeah, yeah, this
1: movie is actually a jukebox musical, Yeah, some of it. And a lot of, be- yeah, and that's when they had the whole Make Him Laugh, there was a copyright issue because that song was technically original, right? Technically. Yeah. But it sounded exactly like this other song that had very similar lyrics. Uh, I believe um, you're
0: referring to a song that I think uh, from memory is called uh, I'm a Clown or Be a Clown.
1: Yeah, it's something like, you know, it's like, Be, be a, a Clown. Yeah. It yeah. was. It had
0: a very similar thing, and that certainly caused some uh, legal Force consternation. Them to go for, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah, uh, it. You're right. It was a jukebox musical in that sense. And yeah, right. singing in the rain had been performed six other times previously.
1: But I mean, when everyone thinks of that song, they, they think, think of this, this movie. But
0: yeah. they
2: named it after mm. that yeah. song.
0: Yeah. But that song was essentially the centerpiece of the film. Like you know, it's. It's not. I. I think it's just interesting and it's shocking for us because we're looking at it as going. Where do we know singing from the, in the rain from? Yeah. It's from the film called Singing in the Rain. But, but to the contemporary audience at the time in 1952, but, it's, "Oh, this is that classic is uh, that Hollywood common? song."
2: Did they do that back in the day? Did they a lot they go, songs. "All right, here's a bunch of popular stuff." Well, I guess they kind of. Well, I mean, you think about like some like commitments. When or you
1: look at the plot of the movie within a movie, mm. it's an actor that's working in theater, his head gets hit and he gets, uh, he becomes like the Don and everything like that, but they use modern dancing and modern songs in mm. the context so it makes sense. Mm. And Singing in the Rain is a movie based in the 1920s where they use modern tap dancing yeah. and styles of, um, and dancing throughout the 20s all the way to the 50s.
2: Yeah, but I mean, that, that would just come under suspension of disbelief. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> what's really great is that the movie Singing in the Rain and the movie within the movie of Singing in the Rain follow the same points. Let's grab some songs, put it in a movie, do some dance numbers and have a story
2: around it.
0: And the reason that was the case is because the script was written after the songs. So the writers had to generate a plot that all the songs would fit into.
2: Yeah. Well, that, yeah. I don't know, it's just surprising. I I would imagine when someone was like, let's write a musical, they'd probably write the songs as well well because i
1: don't know who came forward i think i wouldn't be surprised if gene kelly and some other people were had like this is our idea Mm -hmm. and then the producers were like great cool and then they had to write a script but that would probably explain why there's three people leading because there would be some songs that are men uh, that are made for men and they were like well we can't have the same actor Mm -hmm. doing the same song because some of them are comedy based so we need two different people and that created like again this really great friendship which again in a modern film Debbie Reynolds would be the beard in this situation. She would. There would be oh. no like. I'm she, not totally. she would
0: be Belle to the Gaston and LeFou. Yeah. yeah. Is.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, is, that it would make even more sense of him just going, uh, the lead actress, you know, going like, "We're in love," and he's like, "No, we're not. This is how, don't read those gossip magazines. You know, they're mm. full of lies, all that kind of stuff." Yeah. And then him just having his best friend.
2: Yeah that
1: Who
0: just is, happens to work there with all the
1: time
2: they maybe live together they didn't, they, it's a big house they had <laughs> yeah. there they that was a big house and yeah. it's never mm.
0: but you know i mean at the same time you can have someone you know what a friend who's uh, someone who's straight and someone who's gay as best friends oh yeah oh definitely
2: um and i think that I just i'm inclined to read into everything okay yeah.
0: that's fine i'm
1: just saying i think that would have been a more interesting storyline but well, in
0: 1952, yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: 1952, I think no one would have watched it. I don't think they would have got around um, right with it. No, but it was, oh, it was such a good movie and really funny. Mm. Just really, really funny.
0: Yeah, the linguist scene um, where they cover him in objects during the <laughs> dance routine. Um, that just seemed mean. It seemed mean, but it was still <laughs> so like, you know funny. Physically, this is a very funny f- yeah. film.
2: Thanks for helping me with my dialogue. Let's
0: dance. And cover Fight this
2: guy and then cover him in objects?
0: like. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, the preview screening itself is a very funny uh, oh film. Oh, my when... yeah, God. Yeah. That yeah.
1: black and white. Wo- no, no,
2: no. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes.
1: <laughs>
0: and, uh, yeah, lots of the little technical fails um, were just really, really enjoyable mm. to, to watch. And um, You have to imagine, like, yeah. that happened. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. You know. Mm. I mean, that happens in modern day. I've been to the cinema mm. before and the sound is going out of sync or, and, you, and and everyone's like oh what do we do uh, so you yell at the guy and say restart
1: it or um when the the um when the trailer was uploaded for um the new mummy movie mm. and they had uploaded the wrong one where it didn't have all the sound oh, yeah. so you just heard the occasional um lady part where it was no sound and then just right. the occasional <laughs>
0: that's great <"Wah!">
1: <laughs> just <laughs> And it got taken down straight away. But hmm. obviously people copied it. So it's on YouTube somewhere. Oh. Uh, then they uh, they realised that they had uploaded the wrong um, sound fantastic. file. Hmm. Oh, it was so good. Sorry.
0: No, that's perfectly uh, brilliant. <laughs> and it fits into this because, you know, then that creates the, the consternation of, ah, oh, damn, we're not able to do these, these talkies properly. Yeah. And then creating that excellent subplot of... Um, but of, they of didn't...
2: Ha- I will point out that, like, they had huge issues with... Um, recording the sound yeah yeah and that was like a, credited as the biggest problem they had was recording the sound and then the lack of sync up when they think, but i can't imagine that turning it into a musical would have helped those problems yeah i would imagine it would have made it <laughs> well even they'd more, obviously practiced you know, Yeah, know they,
0: they
1: know they, ob- because what's well, di- they, what's mm. different is that with dance numbers what they could have easily have done is um pre-recorded the songs recorded the dance number yeah. and then done the voice but then
2: the dialogue hasn't changed i guess they basically they didn't so they just re-recorded all the dialogue they just
1: re-recorded all the dialogue yeah. in a studio which yeah. made it yeah. um sort of better yeah.
0: now i think there's a really important plot point we haven't Foley. touched on
2: Ooh. is it are we going to talk about the milk and bread we are talking
0: <laughs> milk and sandwiches so after the screening and everything's gone wrong are three how do you lead Drown their sorrows in a pint of milk and with three sandwiches that they don't touch. Okay. <laughs> with,
1: so, with knives and forks. Yeah. knives so, and forks on the place and sandwiches that they hadn't touched. So
0: it's 1.30 yeah. in the morning. Mm-hmm.
1: At least it's earlier. Like You're things are badly. Yeah. It's, it's it's who knows what we're outside. gonna do.
2: So you think to yourself, let's have some milk, some white bread sandwiches, with some but then let's s- eat those white bread sandwiches with a knife and fork. Yeah. And then let's not actually eat, eat them. them. Yeah. And take them back into the kitchen. Like, I
1: feel like there might have been some bites on the side, but it was just—it was just oh, so. I never noticed it before of them being so depressed and just all having milk and going. Oh. It must have been regulation. They obviously couldn't show yeah, alcohol. No, yeah,
2: You mm. couldn't. You couldn't show anyone drinking alcohol, and like they, the best you can do is have like a bar in the background or something like that. Yeah. But no one's allowed to be. Yeah, I mean they, that's they, why that's sarsaparilla. You know, there's sarsaparilla? Like oh, I'll have a sarsaparilla. Yeah. I mean, in the that, in, there's no sarsaparilla in the old west. Mm. It just became the movie uh, drink term for. Give me a drink, yeah. but they couldn't say. I,
0: I mean, we do see drinks in the dream sequence where they have all doing the toast, but, champagne. But, but yeah, they're, but they're toasting; they're not actually yeah. sculling. Yeah, that happens Lutes. in the
1: movie. They always have the little things, and they're all like, "Ha yeah. ha, nobody mm. drinks." It's all, yeah,
0: it's always a yeah. Col- well, it's yeah, it's like cultural, modern day alcohol
2: in modern day, yeah. Alcohol, yeah. In modern day um, booze commercials. Mm. They're not allowed to show I'm actually drinking. They can only have a hold at the booze. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd it's always weird when you when you realise that you look at it. Actually, that's what it reminded me of. The food. If you ever want to like ruin a sitcom for yourself, Notice pay attention to them eat. eating food because what they do is they'll hold food in front of them and they'll basically, do th- they'll cut to them. They'll lift up the food, they'll deliver their dialogue and then they'll put the food back on the plate or yeah. back into the whatever mm, it is. Okay. It, it happens constantly. No one, it, well, maybe no one every eats. now and then, but, no, but when they do that's like when no one when they also, eats
1: it. Well, that's also when they make fun of how people eat like um, chips or fries in America yeah. in movies. They take like a big bite and then they eat and talk and then throw the food down. Mm. Like, it's very like, I'm taking like an inch of of food and then I'm going to like throw the rest of the meal on Mm -hmm. the plate. But yeah, I think that's what was great about this movie was that it showed the fakeness of Hollywood. Even mm. the big love song um between um Jean and Debbie, mm. right? Um she goes, It's just a sound stage and then he goes, Well no, you are this and now we've got a sunset. Now a smoke machine missed. Mm. Now this artificial light will be the moon and you're on this ladder that and I'm
2: glorified. Yeah, it yeah.
1: glorified it but also the fact that this was their big love song mm. and he didn't feel comfortable expressing his love. Until Excel. he was in this fictional movie set. Interesting. Um, and I thought it showed very much the... Almost
2: like he was pretending. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> because he had feelings. No. <laughs> but that's <laughs> for the thing. someone The else.
1: only time that you see um, most of the movie is done as set... Um it's always dark, it's always raining, and the only time yeah. it really is sunny is at the end when they're kissing in a field of grass and even though there's a billboard of them, so even that's fictional, it's the only time where they're in the real world and they're not in the show business world. Yeah, it,
2: was, at it was all. I'm pretty sure all of it was on sets.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well there was the bit where he's running away from the fans at the beginning and that's how he meets um uh, Yeah. a Debbie Reynolds. Surprising character. action yeah. moment. Yeah.
2: Just going to just going to parkour room. my way over two cars, over a tram and then jump into yeah. a car. Yeah. Bloody all
1: right. Oh, and then also, how calm the police stop? She's like, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, you're a celebrity. And she goes, yeah. oh, can I drop you off somewhere? I'm yeah. like, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: It's a bit of a, yeah. If, if yeah. bloody uh, Johnny Depp jumped into your car, you wouldn't exactly.
0: Uh... Well, jo- well, Johnny, Depp maybe, Johnny maybe for, Depp maybe for some reasons. Maybe if it was like a, a likable celebrity. <laughs> um,
1: but that's also what was really good was making fun of, um. Just really good dialogue, making fun of the Hollywood actors and mm. like her saying, oh, well, you can't really act because you're her facial expressions, all you really do is, ooh, ah, hmm. Mm.
2: Which kind of true. It was
1: kind of true. Mm. Um, and, but that's the thing. A lot of actors did lose their jobs when talkies came because they had well, bad dialogue,
0: they had, dialogue. I mean, they they had, had they?
1: terrible accents or they couldn't act when they had to really start mm. um, acting realistically. Yeah.
0: So the big dream sequence. Oh, yeah. Um, it just big. big. Yeah, it it's big, big long. it's long. But did you like it, Kate?
1: I I like I love that dance sequence, um, but then you get halfway through and you're like, wait, isn't are there a movie? On? There's a movie going yeah. on, right? And I think yeah. that's the only sort of issue I have with this. It's the one dance number in the entire movie that f- all of them are a little bit out of place, but that one feels super out of place. It was it's like I want to do this. I want to do this dance number. Mm. Let's do it. Yeah. Um and it, it was fun and they were so talented. Like all the dance numbers were beautifully made. Mm. Those coin tosses <laughs> Yeah, yeah those they, don't,
0: they tosses. just they don't flip the coin. They I, I, they toss yeah, it. Yeah,
1: so
2: they, they didn't flip this giant coin. It was a big coin no, too. I honestly, they kept throwing it, I have to I imagine honest, they dropped it a bunch of times. No, like I
1: honestly think in the reason they're throwing them is because mm. they wanted the throw to be in sync and I don't think everyone I don't think they could flip those coins. Yeah.
0: And and also, maybe it just caught the light better. I mean, they were very shiny. They were very effective. But yeah. they were noticeable because mm. this... You know, all these insidious That's characters... Giant- are just tossing them up because they're the air. gangsters yeah yeah, yeah they um, just
2: happen to have coins that are the size of tennis balls <laughs> yeah because but, why not
1: yeah but that was very funny but also it was all very fake but it also showed the introduction again to hollywood and the fakeness of it all everything's yeah. he comes in the wanting mafioso. to dance wanting to perform he slowly makes Got his way up dance. just like the don um just like sorry i'm um, Jean's character in the actual film mm. um and then in the end this woman you know, she wants the money, she wants the, you know, that kind of um, dark yeah. side of Hollywood mm. and mm. he didn't want to join it. Mm. And I think, yeah, it sort of showed that it can be very lonely and isolating. Yeah. And, mm. and
0: it also speaks to uh, the uh, the character, uh, Don Lockwood, it speaks to his dignity, which he says at the beginning, dignity. he's like, I'm all about dignity. Here's a 10 minute sequence about with my backstory where I talk about dignity. dignity. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time. But
1: that's the thing, is that I so I love that sequence of really showing like dignity, and that's mm. about um this uh, glamour idea of Hollywood and being a performer. And I yeah. thought that was the main key was the fact is
0: he was long. faking
1: he was faking his story because it was it was <laughs> dirty, it was gritty. He went to country towns, he did jobs for bad pay, he was poor, um, he did shows that made him look like a, a fool, mm. but he did it because he enjoyed performing and needed to get paid. And then same with Debbie Reynolds character, she sort of wants to act like she's this you know she goes i i don't believe that's real acting acting as theater acting as shakespeare performing on the stage but she's got to pay rent so when he sees her next, she's jumping out of a cake to do a dance number because she's an she's an actress that speaks to me um but that shows i think a lot of this um this idea of this glamour of hollywood and making it um to the reality and i think that's again this movie is really just about looking at hollywood and saying it's all fake this mm. doesn't look like what it seems. The producers are bumbling, you know. Full. Mm. Full. Um, the actors are fake. The reports, you know. Um, and everyone's just got to do it to make their money and then put on a brave face.
2: But then the, the yeah. interesting, the meta part of that is, is, you know, the whole movie's about how the industry can be so tough, but then we're sitting here hearing all this trivia about how horrible it was for certain mm. people. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, So it's, it's, it's almost like the movie's like, look at us shine a light on the industry, but they're no different. Yeah, yeah no exactly
1: yeah. and that's and also then in the end even it was movie within a movie within a it was a movie there was a movie within mm. a movie mm. where, then at the mm. end of the movie they've got a billboard for the movie singing the in the rain movie. that yeah. we just watched yeah, yeah. um which that which was, was
2: originally a jukebox musical yeah been told yeah
0: so. Ultimately if he wanted to show dignity, he could have just done the drawing that Kirk Van Houten did in The Simpsons. Yeah, you know? it's, dignity. <laughs> it's dignity. It's dignity. <laughs> Can um borrow feeling. Back. Within that within that sequence, the dance sequence though. Yes, the long the dance sequence. The long dance sequence with I'd love to the long, long scarf to rival oh, Tom so. Beckers. That looks that so yeah. if oh, you great. if you just want to yeah.
1: watch it, just Google that dance sequence. Yeah. That. Just
0: Google Gene Kelly, Sid Sharice dance sequence it's beautiful it's So
1: that scarf when he's just running through stuff. it mm. um it was absolutely it was gorgeous it was gorgeous and it made you realize how long that was mm. um and yeah you're like
2: wow that's a really long scarf and then you watch him run from one end to the other and like, and he just becomes. this tight. took him a while to run from one end to the
0: other well your exact quote because i wrote it down was that's an effing long scarf <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. were you were very impressed
2: yeah. I, the, I don't know yeah. if i would get a scarf that size myself without mm. a wind machine to follow me around but Yeah, but but that's the thing is that I thought
1: there must have been string attached to it, and then, and then it was like, no, it was just fan control, and I just thought that makes it. So much more, not to have like, not like pulling it all the time, but having one string just to keep it constantly up, <laughs> but, but then, to have it, the fans going.
2: But then think about this, imagine, because having that was to all, dance. That was all, that? well, that was all dubbed, but having to dance it, basically the audio for that actual recording would have been, you know, just mm. ridiculous yeah. amounts of fans going the entire yeah. time.
0: It looked stunning though. It and looked it, beautiful. And it's,
2: Try, imagine trying to dance to that. You wouldn't mm. be able to hear the song.
0: Yeah. All these well, steps. All well, be. you know, that's why you get Gene Kelly and Sid Cerise. That's where you get two of the best dancers of the time. You yeah. know, they, they, they made it look uh, and, really effortless. And mm. one
2: of the best scarves yeah, of all time. Yeah,
0: Well,
1: that's the thing. Both of them made that their dance look effortless. Even in the first um, dance number where you mm. meet her in that green dress in the club and everything mm. like that. Um, it, it, they just, yeah, they made each other just look so effortless and not a bead of sweat. Mm. um yeah. and not any you know sweaty pits or anything like that it was just I would
2: I would uh, it would be interesting to try and see if a modern day film star could do the kind of stuff that but
1: that's the thing is that they love the La training land but has, like the physical La La land has mm. come out I haven't watched it but it's meant to be, pay homage to the Hollywood musicals mm. um which this is very much even though it's it's taken the piss out of Hollywood Um, dance musicals Mm. Um, it is really one of the best ones because of that because it's got some beautiful dancing in it Um, and I just don't think an actor in Hollywood can do what they can do you could go down to Broadway Mm. and you could find an actor that could do what Gene Kelly could do Mm. definitely Mm. but whether that person gets an acting role and whether they're asked to utilize that because sometimes you're very surprised you'll find some Hollywood actors you're like Holy crap! You can sing. Yeah. You mm. can dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. You never know. Otherwise. You wouldn't know it. Y-
0: your best bet would be someone like a Hugh Jackman, but mm. yeah. Hugh Jackman is not at the same quality as no. Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly was an absolute star. Like he yeah. was perfect, basically yeah. at that. Well,
1: he'd worked since he was like a, a kid yeah. dancing, and and he did it all his life, and even in his seventies, he's mm. still. Could move, yeah. and
0: and, and yeah. the film industry is very different as well it's nowadays. Very, very like we, yeah. we uh, the stars of modern cinema are their talents, their their skills that they're building up, are not for these sort of pictures because we mm-hmm. don't tend to make them as much anymore. No. So no, so they don't have to. And it, that's the thing. You... Yeah, it could be an unfair comparison, uh, yeah. I, I suppose, but at the same time, it it, it is. Uh, maybe a little sad. We don't see these these sorts of films being made. Um,
2: but like anything, really, like mm. you don't want too much saturation. I yeah. Know. But the only issue you know, is that when they
1: do a musical movie, they put these stars in it that can't.
0: Yeah. Can do well, that, it, that is you the downside. You yeah. Get your um, uh, the Javert be, situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) well they try to do like um i watched into the woods it was good but Mm -hmm. some of the actors i was like why is johnny depp in that like i (laughs) (laughs) um it was agony but then no uh, going to that chris pine he can he can sing he sounds Mm. like sinatra he should be in more musicals um but yeah so you you sort of have that and then um uh, I, again, I haven't watched La La Land But a lot of the critique is that They're going, look, they can hold a note yeah. And they can sing when they're in a recording room and, But you can tell, apparently, that they're not and mm. not musically trained, and it shows. Um, okay.
2: Well, look, I mean, uh, uh, lay Mears* would be a perfect example of that. Oh, like, you, you're watching that, and you're like, even even Hugh Jackman, like you're like, okay, this guy's missing a lot of notes, and there's moments where you're like, okay, you just missed that. Like, you're doing a great job. Well, that's because they, the, they
1: did the whole like, oh, then, um, it's live, it's live performance, and you're like, okay. Well, but yeah, then yeah, they but...
2: had, uh, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. She's in love with, uh, what's his name? And oh, she um, Amanda. Tends to be a man, and then get shot.
1: Oh her! Um, oh, uh,
0: she's from the uh, the Isle of Man. She's uh, an actual, she's um, an actual singer. She She,
2: is, she's she was theater. the only one who was pulled straight from the musical stage, musical itself. Yeah, and it shows because she absolutely nails it. Yeah, like she sings that song as it was meant to be sung. Yeah, and you're like, yes, see, that's someone who does it that But that's quality. the
1: thing. That's why it's always very funny when um you go to uh you watch the Tony Awards after Hollywood has made a a, a musical mm. and they'll rip it to shreds they ripped Mm. it to shreds with um Les Mis because Mm. they were like okay give us the be close-up to show that we're singing live you know we do it eight shows a week like um but again like you know Stephen you were saying Mm. the movies aren't made for that anymore um and I think uh so the actors that get into that industry aren't trained to be like that and in fact it's actually pretty interesting I think again it was like another Oscars or Emmys where a presenter actually asked how many of the actors had had classical training had Mm. gone to university or gone to college and had gone to like Juilliard or had um, had gone to any professional um, acting um, courses. And a lot of them hadn't. It is very interesting. Well, I think in a lot of Hollywood films originally, you had to be trained. Mm. Whether it wasn't officially, They like Gene Kelly, he said he started when he was 10 just going to boring Mm. dances because he wanted to dance with girls. So he was like, well, the only way to get close to girls back in those days was when you were dancing with them. Mm. And Uh, he went on to training from there. It
2: was like a main female lead. What was her name? Debbie Reynolds. Yes, Debbie Reynolds. Uh, one of the scenes in that one was uh, she was just a, a line girl dancer. She was just a backup dancer. And then yeah. they go, oh, she's pretty good. Let's uh, What about her for this role? And that mm-hmm. was the way it worked. Yeah. Was you would basically sign a contract with the studio and then they would just promote you internally. They'd be like, they oh, she'll you, be yeah. good for that. And she'll be, you know, might mm-hmm. work for that. And that was the system. And that was like, that was basically what you did. You got mm-hmm. in just like in modern day theater in many ways. You, you start off as... Chorus member, and you work your way up. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, um, Kate. Yes. You've watched this film lots and lots and lots.
1: Lots and lots and lots, yeah.
0: What. Is there anything about this film that you don't like? Like, was there one thing watching it where it's like, okay, this doesn't quite stand up or anything like that?
1: Um, I think, um,. Uh, as much as i love that musical dance sequence in the middle it's just so out of place um yeah and it's so long also there were just a few editing there were just a few times throughout the at least twice i could see two definite ones where the editing was just off Mm. um and but that being said they were using film and i so there was only Mm -hmm. a few times where it just wasn't as precise Mm. and uh And also there was one time with makeup and it was super funny. I don't think any of you noticed. Gene Kelly, they'd done his makeup, but they had just maybe a millimeter uh, on his hairline Mm. that the makeup obviously hadn't gone to. Maybe his hair was different when they were doing the makeup. And obviously they're making him nice and brown because he's like this Hollywood actor. But there's this pale line that Mm. borders around his hairline and then on the top of his ears because they haven't touched it, Um, I saw it in the movie and I said whether it was lighting or makeup, Mm. there was just this weird line. Mm. So I think there were just a few things in there and also, um, you know, it's a movie of its time. So there were a few, you know, sexist and like, like Gene Kelly saying, I'm not going to molest you because I'm just a jester. And I'm Mm. like, that's cool. That's nice to know. (laughs) Thanks for uh, saying politely,
2: I won't assault you. Mm. Actually, the one thing I did notice, speaking of movie of its time, everyone stands really close to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like... And I'd love to test that theory out. When just like get a regular person and be like, "Okay, I'm standing, let's say a foot mm. nose to nose," and it, it would be awkward as hell. But that's the yeah. thing;
1: it's the cameras that they had at the time, so they had to have you nice. But and it close. doesn't
2: seem like they're that close up, does it? I mean, most of the shots I saw, mm. they were kind of rule of thirds. They weren't. Maybe,
1: yeah. well, maybe it was because maybe it was because um, the once they left, work. eventually the 50s and 60s, they started having televisions. So a lot of television maybe. sets so were switch tiny. So switched to from widescreen,
2: mm-hmm. inch uh, maybe.
1: I like maybe because by the fifties, uh, well, televisions were still in Yeah, movies were still mm-hmm. in widescreen, but films were starting to be shown on television. Maybe. that was starting to happen in the sixties. Yeah. yeah. So that still doesn't really explain it. It might have just been a style mm-hmm. of being. If you're in love, you're very very close to each other.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, may- oh, but the, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Uh, men and women. Mm-hmm. Or all everyone was when they were addressing each other.
0: Maybe it was just a time when people were closer to each other. Maybe because Maybe. They, their
1: eyes weren't glued mm. to their technology oh, and iPhones. Oh, yeah. oh society.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, fidget spinners and oh. and and and. Trump. Uh yeah. comments oh but on also can I just society. say that um
1: it was really funny. It wasn't funny. But um when um Debbie Reynolds asked for directions for the for her thing and it's just this Asian American guy and I jokingly oh, yeah. and I jokingly said, Well that's the last person of colour we'll see. Yeah. And it was it, yes. it was. And it, so I think that's another one is watching these old films, I mean, I say old that still happens in Hollywood now mm. and just seeing just a lot of... Just white people. Mm. Um, especially white doing people, e- white bread. White, white bread, everything. white milk. Yeah. Just mm. <laughs> <laughs> all wholesome. <laughs> uh, doing his white dance walk. All mm. nice and stilted as he's leaving. Look, um,
2: if I'm honest, uh, I think tonight I am going to eat a white bread sandwich with a knife and fork. Well, Just to see how it's done. To it, yeah. I would have a glass of milk on the side, but I am lactose intolerant. Yeah. So well, I'll um, just stick to the white bread. Yeah, mm. so
1: it's definitely a good movie. I think if you like... If you like musicals, uh, and if you if you like Hollywood, I think because for me, I I love old old Hollywood, and I love how fake. Everything is mm. in that sort of old style, it, um, and I think that's what makes you appreciate it. Is it's like the Wizard of Oz. It, it's like you see the wizard behind the curtain, I, and the curtain yeah. is lifted, and mm. you see Debbie and Hollywood, singing. And Hollywood,
2: Hollywood loves movies that shed light on Hollywood. I mean, they yeah, always oh. do. I think most people do. They just want to, yeah. they want to peel back the curtain. Um,
1: Which physically does happen in the show. They, yeah. they yeah. peel back
2: the curtain. How long was the actual film? Do we know?
0: The film was a hundred minutes. It's an hour and forty.
2: Okay, it felt longer to me. It feels longer. Uh, And and I I remember thinking that when I was watching it. So I would actually recommend if someone wants to watch this, watch it with friends. I think this is definitely a film to watch with friends. Uh, It doesn't have that uh, constant pace that modern films have. Yeah. Um, Especially because it has some longer tracking shots, which is just what they had to do at the time. Um, And a lot of like slow exposition at times. Um, and a dance sequence that went for fifteen minutes. Yeah, that dance. Uh, I
1: just—it was just one of those things where I think Gene Kelly was like, mm. "I want to do this dance number," and it was great. And it but was great, but then it's it slowed it's, down the film. It's the only thing that made me fi- made the movie slow. It was literally the only time where uh, I went, "How long is this movie?"
2: It's definitely got all those moments of like, and this was always one of the things that I find quite uh, interesting about slightly older films, uh, like fifties mm. era. Uh, they will have people deliver expositional dialogue super quick. Super quick. But then have a witchy, re- you know, uh, rapport between two characters that does really nothing but goes on forever. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's fine for what they, they want to focus on the characters. It makes sense what they do. But it, it definitely, the pacing has definitely changed between different, uh, over time, mm. you know. Yeah.
0: So, rating the film. Yes. Out of ten, Ooh. so it's it's a rating out of ten. We recognise that art is subjective. But what is a ten? Uh, uh, ten is for you. Essentially, a perfect film. Ten for you would then, be District Nine.
2: Are we cool? All right. <laughs> okay. well, it wasn't District Nine.
1: Uh, for me, I really like it. I always give a um, seven to an eight. If you yeah. if you don't like this style of movie. You would, a normal, someone else, a normal person, someone else would probably give it maybe a five. They'd say, mm. oh, it's a solid movie, not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But what yeah. are you going for?
1: Oh, no, I'm going for like seven and a half to eight. Seven Seven, I, I, I really I like think, it. I
2: think if you view it in context, it gets good marks. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, what about, yeah. What about you, Stephen? You've seen the play. Mm.
0: For the film version of Singing in the Brain. I am going to give it seven, it's vulgar out of ten. <laughs>
2: I'm going to give it uh, seven uneaten white bread sandwiches with a knife and fork out of ten.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Dean and Kate, for appearing on the show.
1: Thank you no so worries. much for having me. I'm so happy. I've been putting off watching this movie because I knew that this, even though I kept forgetting I, that I was reviewing. I can this now movie. say
0: that I have seen Sing in the
2: Rain. I have. Uh, You've seen Gene expanded Kelly. Expanded my uh, scope mm. of worldly movies.
0: So thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. For more information, we can be found on Facebook. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club. And remember to subscribe either on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Uh, But until next time... Good morning, morning. good morning. It's It's great great to stay stay up late. Good morning, good morning
2: morning morning to to you. Nothing could be grander than the state of Louisiana in In the the morning, morning. in the morning. (laughs) It I don't know the, the rest, rest of the, of the song. The it's morning. probably got something to do with the
1: morning. And you and you. And, and you. you
2: morning. <laughs> and then the rap segment starts. <laughs> oh
1: God, oh God, oh the in the morning in the morning. <laughs> It's great to stay uh, twerk it twerk at Debbie Reynolds. Uh, uh, uh.